0: Live only on Netflix. You ready?
1: Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy.
2: We do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
0: I'm Hollywood Sean Buchanan, with my guy to build BK Bob Kelly. We have a special guest in the building. He is a contributor to Mess Live. You can also hear him on the Winning Plays podcast. Welcome to the show, with Brian Rob. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I was like, I'm just glad you came on. I'm like, I, you know, chase you down to the garden. I was like, please come on the show. <laughs> hey. No, it's good Good to see you there. And
3: I'm glad you did. Yeah. It's like, I'm, it, it's always fun to catch up with people. To, and this team, obviously, there's plenty to talk about right now. So, uh I'm happy to come on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, you know, we we got this little break for them. They don't they do come back until the first. I think Right. Ray, you
2: know? Ray working in the garden has really been really been a goldmine for us. So right, uh, I'm great, happy you're able Ray to do it, man. Yeah, great yeah.
0: networking opportunity. <laughs> yeah, no, for for, for for sure. So as we said, like I said, we talk, we're gonna talk Cs. Like obviously they besides the blooms, are the hottest ticket in town. You know, obviously we we don't we don't need to you know hurt ourselves by talking about the Patriots or uh, the rest of us at the moment. Like I said, we'll get into that. At another time, but yeah, so Celtics are you know they're 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 rolling. They are they are currently the number one seed, uh, which is a far cry from what they were around this time last year. You know they started to catch fire at this time last year. So yeah, forty two and seventeen uh, so far. So just you know with twenty three games remaining in the regular season, just how do you see them? Uh, how do you see them faring out uh, going into the playoffs?
3: Yeah, I mean the things are looking great for them. The the, the their injury report just came out for. Thursday night's game against the um, they just- come back and everyone's back. And so for them, they really haven't been fully healthy pretty much all year. They've had a couple games here and there, but for them to have the best record in the NBA going into the all star break with guys being in and out so much, that's they're putting themselves in a the great spot. So now you have the last 23 games or so to really just figure things out. Do you how's the starting five look when they're all healthy together? How's you know what guys are going to play in the playoffs in your bench rotation when you have so many more options now and you got Muscala in on a trade on top of it. So there's going to be a lot of things that they can, you know, kind of tinker with, experiment with if you're Joe Mazzulla, But the, the one seed is there for the taking now, especially if Giannis dealing with this wrist injury that, that happened right before the All-Star break. They should be able to they can take care of business and stay healthy here. That's, a, that's going to be a huge edge hanging in the postseason now that, uh, you know,
2: Brooklyn's kind of falling apart here and, and that 4-5 matchup. It's, it's crazy to me that this team hasn't even we haven't even seen their ceiling yet this year. You know, it's especially I mean, you look at I think the Milwaukee game last week really was the epitome of what this team has been this year. In, in terms of what we saw last year, how, you know, we, we saw them run out of legs when it came to Golden State. Does all that depth, you think, solidify the fact that you think that, you know, once we do get to those points in the playoffs, do you think that we have the legs to keep competing like unlike we did last year yeah it's it's a great question, and to be honest, I do think the depth that they put together it
3: it should help now Tatum and jalen brown they're they're both playing tons of minutes this year, but now with a a healthier depth chart here for the last twenty three games you, you you hope that Joe Mozilla can kind of pull off the gas a little bit with both those guys and that they can still get that one seed without having to play them. Both 36, 37 minutes per game, but to his credit, I mean, Tatum has talked about how he's, you know, was kind of motivated by, you know, running out of legs during that finals run and he got his own like personal chef. He's supposedly been cutting out of bad foods and, and he clearly, you know, he's got plenty of wear and tear on him, but he's, you know, not showing it too much other other than having a little bit of a slump heading into the all-star break. So I do think though that you, you can kind of thread the needle if you're the Celtics right now and get that one seat without having to run these guys on the ground, especially Guys like Al Horford and Rob Williams, too, who we know whether it's their age or just durability, you want to, those are the guys you really want to worry about their health going into the playoffs and you don't want to run them down at all and end the regular season here.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, because that, that definitely was my concern. Like, I feel like obviously they've done pretty well with managing Al's minutes. I felt like, uh, I didn't get the 12 minutes for Rob at the end of, for the Milwaukee game. I didn't get that, especially when he didn't play. Uh, the, the night after against Detroit. I know that the trade game was big to them because I know they, they talked, all of them talked about it after the game last week in the press, they saying, hey, you know, this is the game we let slip by last year and it kind of changed some things for us. So I, I know it was, it was a point for some guys to come back and, and get that situated. But uh, to go back to the depth, so yes, before the trade, on, on the trade deadline day, they bring in Mike Muscala from OKC. Really in the first few games has been a godsend, yeah. you know, thank thankfully. Uh, especially, he just lets it fly. But Tatum and Brown still need that guy behind them. I know people; some people think it's Hauser, some may think it's somebody else. But I, I still think they need another piece. So, who, who should they go after, and and why is it Will Bart? <laughs>
3: yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of when you look what's out, left out there right now. He's the only one that really makes you turn your head a little bit because yeah, they be don't need an eagle, another even a little. Exactly. Not uh, like you don't need John Wall. You don't need another you know true big guy after you get muscala so yeah. if barton wants to come here and he's okay with just like not playing a lot and just being you know kind of an emergency like he'll play a little bit in the regular season i bet if he comes but he's not gonna be you know counted on for too much here but just wants to get a ring which you know he's in his 30s in the career now that might be a parade for him I, that's great that that's something that you know that's a nice little you know veteran weapon veteran shooter you have coming off the bench that uh has some you know good experience for years out in denver there it'll be a fascinating question though in terms of him is is he looking for his next contract is he looking to go place for somewhere else because there i'm sure will be a few teams out from on that front or does he want to win and if he wants to win then i'm sure brad stevens will whatever he get but it, that's i'm not sure what do you guys think Do you guys think he'll at this point of his career Do you think he's gonna be looking for you know, a ch- better chance at winning or do you think he's gonna just be looking to get on a playoff team so he can get just to play
2: a little bit more I feel I feel like you got to be straight up with him and let him know, you know what I mean, like you're either here and you're and you're with this and and you're bought in to winning the ship and doing whatever it takes or you're not. And, and there can't be any in between when it comes to a guy like that because we we saw what this team has with that Milwaukee game, right? Like the the depth on this team is better than it's been in years. So it's it, it's a question to me whether you want to shake things up or, or just, you know, let it ride. So I just think you got to be straight up with him. You know, that's, that's what they did with Blake. And I feel like he's bought in so much to his role that it's, it's such a positive for this team. So you either are here to win or you're not, there's no in between. If you're not, then you got to pass on them.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I echo that sentiment. I think that, you know, obviously I think the comparisons right away. So we saw Moscow, we're like, Oh, he's, you know, maybe he's at, he's the PJ Brown 2.0. And so people have been screaming for Will Barton, so we want him to be Sam Cassell 2.0. You know,
2: and I'm not, into Asia, but it's like, so yo. Th- that's, that's a different animal, though, you know?
0: It is a different animal, but this, is, this, is, this team is very close to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're close to being on the verge of, of, well, they are a contender. So it's not like we have to say, are they, they are a contender. Well,
2: I'm just saying Sam Cassell yeah. was more, you know, and he's, he's such a vet, and he was such a, like, a, a, a second coach coming in there I, I don't i don't know if barton does barton bring that at all i mean i don't no, know i don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't know much but, about his track record yeah, I, don't, I
0: don't i don't think that he brings that i think he brings more like i think he he, he was getting 15 a game last year i think in, in washington mean and denver so he, he's someone that can fill it up and once again you need you need your, you need guys that can spell uh say tinder brown but no to answer your question i think that you know he he should come in with the mindset i've made my money it's time to be remembered as a champion if i can be and once again, he's not an all-time great, so he's not something that's an all-star. He's not be a big guy that went with MVPs, but to be someone like, okay, I, I was a contributing piece to a winning team. Like, you'll be forever remem- re- remembered here in Boston f- for doing that.
1: What's up, 617 listeners? Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for their 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus, BetUS offers you the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite sports, including the NFL, UFC, and Major League Baseball. And now, exclusively for listeners of the 617 podcast, use the promo code CROW and get a 125% sign-up bonus on your first deposit. That's crow C-R-O-W, for 125% bonus on your first deposit. If you're looking for live in-game betting, incredible odds with daily odds boosters, props, and parlays, the place to go is BetUS. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-792-BETUS. BetUS.com, where the games begin.
3: It's a fascinating and I, th- I thought Danny Green would be that guy for the Celtics too yeah, me too uh, you know, yeah, me I thought too. that would have been the right fit there but he went I think I mean he's still going to a, you know, a good team in Cleveland but I think he saw a situation in Cleveland where his odds are, are much better playing off that bench than yeah. they would have been in Boston there so now you know we don't know what options Barton has um, the Celtics are certainly they're going to make that call they're going to at least inquire and and see like like you know make that pitch that you guys talked about in terms of hey if you're if you're in on this you know We'd love to have you here, but we we don't want to mess with the vibes and mess with a bunch of guys like Blake Griffin or Luke Cornett or Muscala, like guys that are saying, okay, you can you are going to play one game and not play the next four or five, and that's fine.
2: I want to uh, I want to throw a little audible here, but and, and go back to Mike Muscala, man. How much uh, of of an impact has he actually made? Because I you, you might be around the team a little bit more than we are, because you know that's none for us. So <laughs> you know do. When when he came in, do you do you feel the confidence level or something of an addition like that when it comes to the team? And just what were the vibes around the Mascalo once he was brought in?
3: Yeah, I no, So I was, um, you know, just being a locker room, he's definitely, the guys are, you know, they like him a lot. He's fitting right in with everyone else and what is already, uh, you know, a very strong locker room there. And I think the, the key thing for him, it's like, I mean, he's kind of been in obscurity for the last two years in OKC, you know, not many people watch that team that team's not on you know national tv a lot but he you know he was on some good teams back in the day on the hawks with Al horford and he had even a year on the, on the sixers too and now he just seems to have you know refined his his shooting strokes where that's that's what he does and he does it well and like you guys like he gets shots up i mean he yeah. took like he's gonna he might lead a team in three-point attempts per 36 minutes by the time this uh season done and but that's a good thing because there's a lot of i think hesitant shooters on this team at times whether it's you know grant williams or or Derek white if you know, when he i mean he's playing great now but when he has like he misses a few in a row he can lack confidence there Muscala is not that guy and so that's <laughs> i think i think whether that's a good or a bad thing like we'll, we'll find out but i think that's a good option for joe mazula to have in a, in a big man role at least i feel like he's everything
2: that daniel tice ever wanted to be when it, it comes when it comes to the role that we've seen so far that's I'm not trying to hate on Tice. I know that there's a war on Tice already, so we don't need to... No, we don't attribute to... But but I'm just... The minutes I've seen from him was everything that I always wanted from Daniel Tice when, when he came back to this team last year, in my
0: opinion. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at
1: Marines.com.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 tough to tell so early since you only played three games so far, but there's everything you've seen so far. From a three-point shooting standpoint, no question. Like, Tice was never that reliable guy. Muscala is that guy. Like, he is going to... He's someone you want taking those shots when they're wide open. He's going to see more wide open shots, wide open shots here than he has anywhere in his career because there's this offense is just so good around him that who are you going to help off of? Like nobody. He's going to get those looks,
0: right, man? Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm here for it. Keep shoot shoot the J. <laughs> you know that, that's where I'm at. Just shoot shoot the J. Keep shooting. I said, so it's not falling. So uh, one one of the treasures to the coaching. So right before uh, the All Star break, uh, it was reported that Joe Mazzulla now has been given. Uh, the head coach position, now making him the 19th head coach in uh, in Celtics history. So just speak to the job that he's done uh, thus far and just, you know, what do you think he needs to improve uh, upon as we go into the postseason?
3: Yeah, it's been a tremendous few months for him. I mean, I think the buy-in that he's gotten from the players kind of speaks for itself, given, again, how well this team is molded, melded together here, whether with guys going in and out, you know, not even having the steering lineup together for more than a couple games all year long and to, to have the NBA's best record pretty much in the first half of the season is is tremendous and having, wire to wire pretty much too. pretty much exactly the way they came out of the gate given all the turmoil and the fact that he only really had two days to prep before training camp in the, the head coaching role that that speaks volumes and so yeah if you're grading him and that's like you got I give him you know like an A minus like that the only the only thing yeah you, know, you you wonder about a little bit as and I I, I don't mind the, the no timeout thing for much most of the games. I mean, it's a situation well, where I like them playing through it. The, we've had a couple of pretty big gaffes at the end of games, whether it was, you know, in Milwaukee or that loss in Miami, where you don't want to, you have to recognize when things are going wrong and then, you know, don't, don't keep that time out in your pocket when the alternative is not getting a shot to, to begin with. So once, uh, but that's again, that's rookie growing pains of the head coach. I expect him to kind of improve on upon that by the time the postseason rolls around. But yeah, as long as, you know, he comes around on that, yeah, the minutes management stuff, we'll see how that goes. That'll be easier now that everyone's healthy.
2: But by and large, there's there's really not a lot to complain about here if you're uh, if you're evaluating him so far. I think the most impressive thing for me, and and, and I don't know if you, you feel it when you're you know around the team is Tatum's buy-in. Because, you know, we we've heard time and time again how much this dude loved E minute you know what I mean, he, he even spoke about it this past week how like he's his favorite head coach he's ever had. And at the same time for Missoula to come in and still get this kind of level out of Tatum that we've seen that even see him go up a level. Uh, I don't know if, if you know you, you feel that by him when you're around the team, but the this Tatum thing is the most impressive to me by far. No doubt.
3: And Tams not alone, like Jalen Brown, Marcus smart, you could even yeah. Yeah, opening. At the beginning of training camp, they were open about like, "Hey, like we love you, May. Like we hope he's back." And so that's not an easy situation to manage. But uh, he's he's catered to all those guys. Those guys they liked him to begin with, so it's not like they, they. And I think that was a big part of why he got the interim job because you know he'd been around this team for a few years, and and those guys had already bought into him already. Uh, but to get the to get the the full buy-in from those guys to the point now where Brad Stevens felt comfortable with just saying goodbye to Emei, knowing that this was probably going to happen anyway, but, like, why, why, are we, why are we dragging this on? We're just going to, let's do it now. Let's empower this guy even more. And, yeah, I think that's, the like, it all starts with getting the buy-in from guys like Shaman Brown, and that, that was clearly there.
0: Yeah, I, I, th- I think the Milwaukee game really solidified that, too, even though what happened at the end is, is, is a whole other thing. But just to have all those guys come up there and then play their ass off and take them into overtime, like, that, that to me, I think, with them being at full strength as well, I, I had I know I got some people in Wisconsin that was like yo we didn't have Portis and salsa like I'm like come stop stop it like hey let's come come on as long as 34, 22 and and 21 is out there you're like you're, you're fine like don't 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 come at me saying that because you missed a couple of role players that, that it wasn't the same so but yeah like I said I I was apprehensive about him getting the job I thought that you know I was like I, I thought what most people thought at the beginning I'm like mm, we we figured it out with may, you know. I don't know what this guy's going to do because I thought he was too much. He was too much like Brad. Now, once again, I think Brad has done great in the front office. I think Brad has done. He's been very logical and, you know, had great reasoning with the moves that he's done, but it became still as a coach. So I felt like when I'm hearing Joe, I'm like, okay. He sounds like Brad. He's moving like Brad. <laughs> uh, well, like I say, he he, he's, he seems to be finding his own his own swagger. So hopefully that remains uh, going into the regular season and obviously into uh, the playoffs. So but one, I want I want to talk about Tatum briefly because obviously he's having an M V P caliber season. Uh thirty points, eight rebounds, a little under five assists, um a game. So uh there's been a conversation wondering, like, oh like well, should he care about this, should he care about that? So I wanted to ask you, you know, should should the regular season M V P you know matter to him? And then just if if he is to win it, what do you what's what's the path for him to win it? You know, to kind of see how the deal for the rest of the season?
3: Yeah, I mean that's of course it's M V P for is, you know, he's been open about how he's team first, but there's no question. Any, anyone who can, you know, when you're in your prime and you're on a team like this, you're there's nothing wrong with going for it when you're putting up numbers like he did. And you're you have things like you're one of the most durable players in the NBA. So it's not like you're, you know, putting more miles on your body than you, you need to in, on, in this front. Like you're the team has needed him on the floor to win all these games. So that's, you know, he's not really padding his numbers in blowouts most of the time. He's doing it in games where they need him to win. So. If that that's a, the way you want him to get it an MVP, the way he gets it is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be tough right now, to be honest, because I think the fact his supporting cast is better than Jokic and B, Embi- yeah, like and and Giannis, I think it, it's going to hurt him. And so I think the way he gets it is a you know the Celtics get the top seed in the NBA, and B one of the a few of those teams either you know, kind of fall out of the, the top range in the NBA a little bit, or B, you know, a couple of those guys get hurt and, or miss, miss a few games here and there. So not only is Tatum have the best record on the best team with the best numbers, uh, he's played more than those guys. He played 10, 15 more games than those guys when all of a sudden. So I think, I think that's the way he does. It. I think he has a decent shot, but I, it's, he, there's work to be done. And a lot of it, I think it's just outside of his control. But yeah, I, I
2: J- Jokic is going to be tough to beat, man. It is. Those numbers are huge. It, it's, it's unbelievable what he's doing over there. I mean, if you go on FanDuel every night, I've never seen a player with minus odds at triple-doubles every <laughs> single night. It's unbelievable. So I, I kind of want to transition to, to the, the ends of the bench when it comes to these role players and, and their future with the team and how it might affect you know, the playoff run moving forward. Uh, and that's my guy, uh, peepee. And Mister Grant Williams, uh, uh, we both know they're looking for more playing time. They're looking for, you know, a, a bigger role moving forward. Do you think, you know, their transition into free agency is going to hurt this team at all down this stretch, or, or do, you, do you think they'll fall in line? I think they'll fall in line. I talked to Grant about this before the season
3: started in terms of what his comfort level. Because it, it's a it's a good question because a lot of guys don't like playing in a contract and you can or you can tell that affecting them that they're you know worried more about their you know getting their numbers than necessarily what the team's doing. But he knows he knows ultimately that I think team success will lead to more money for him, for Grant in particular, because he's getting his minutes right now. And the Celtics, I'll be honest, like you hear all these rumors going around in terms of oh other teams are making it. he's not going anywhere. Like the Celtics are gonna pay. Like they need him. Al Horford is going to be 36, 37 years old Rob Williams gets hurt all the time. You need a guy in Great Williams who's very durable and is just gonna be a huge part of a contender going forward here. So it's just a matter of how much he's gonna get from them and you know, a good a good finish for the team makes them more inclined to to to, to pay up for him. And then Pritchard, Pritchard's a tough spot. Like that's again, it's just gonna be a situation where now that everyone's healthy, you just gonna have to wait his turn. He'll probably get minutes when, you know, nights guys can nights get off. And then I think the best hope for him is, you know, that the team, you know, feels bad in the offseason and decides to move him on somewhere so he gets more of a chance because he's ready to fall in line right now. He's, he's talked about it, but it's a tough situation for him because, you know, he's proven, obviously, he can be a big contributor. And instead of his chances going up, they've kind of just gone down this year when Malcolm Rodkin came in. So it's a,
2: it's a tough spot, but I think he'll be ready to go if it's if, if called upon. And, yeah. you know, every Celtics fan's worst nightmare, you know, Assuming Jalen Brown ends up making the All-NBA team this year, because I, I feel like that's almost locked up at this point. Do you do you think the Celtics give him that max contract once he gets that All-NBA nod uh, moving forward?
3: I think they do. I think it's a situation where you don't... If you don't offer him that, the I think he may feel disrespected. Yeah. I think that that would really create potentially some like tension going into real free agency talks. So maybe you don't offer him like the super, th- like the max max super max, but like you would thoroughly have to offer more, you know, the range that you can offer him gets much bigger when, if he does make all NBA there and you have to make a big enough offer where he has, he can't think twice about turning it down. So I think it really, if, if they get to the back to the finals this year and he makes all NBA, I think that's a, that's a no brainer. You, you, you lock that in. He's, He's shown that he can be a, a clear-cut number two on, you know, a title contender year after year now, and given that he's in his prime, you don't mess with that you have to. You have to. You know, would you guys think twice about it, or would you guys think you, you give that over to him?
0: You got. I'm giving it I mean, to Yeah, you yeah, got it. it. Yeah, two two. I mean, I, I think it's five years 290 is the is the full max. And listen, he got drafted the year before Jay, uh, before Jason. Okay. Oh 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 well. He he's been consistent. He's gotten better every single year. Do the turnovers drive me insane? Absolutely, <laughs> it drives everyone insane. Twenty-seven, seven, five for your number two guy. Once again, he's talked about the sacrifice. Now I didn't feel the same vibes from him as Terry Rozier when he talked about it a few years ago. Oh, no one has sacrifice more than me. I, I didn't get that vibe from from Jalen Brown. He just said, "Look, I could be that guy, but I know that in order for us to win, uh-huh. I have to take a back seat or just be." You know, be the one B, which is perfectly fine. But yeah, I'm there, there's no without hesitation. And once again, what grows, but you talked about wanting to win. You've been here 20 years. You're doing these documentaries about how, you know, the 20 years of, of, of self defination Great. You've, you've been to the finals twice. I mean, sorry, three times. Excuse me. Been to the finals three times. Yeah, do whatever needs to be done. Like, forget the luxury tax. Winning will bring money. That it, it always does. So that, I say that's a great, I'll say that's a to, to Bay and trick. I said, to Jay LeBron, if you win, the money will come. It, it, it's it's that simple. It proved it for Golden State. It's proven it for guys into like when Toronto won a few years ago. Like you're going to get paid. So just sit back, make sure you do, make sure you do your job. You know, we steal that from New England, but make sure you do your job and let let the rest take care of it, of itself. In, in my opinion. So
2: yeah, yeah, uh, I couldn't agree. I, I I was just making sure that you weren't in the you know split up JB JT camp before this because. It, oh my God. it 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 was unreal <laughs> that whole narrative. You know, I I don't know what happened when it came to the Boston uh, sports or fan base, but it, it's you have to do it because what else is there out there that you're gonna get that ever compares to what you have to Jalen Brown? That's what I, I I don't think anyone ever got was like there's so many talented players in the NBA, but Jalen Brown is still in the top ten to twenty of of that list. So you're not getting much better than what you got with JB and JT. So you got to lock them down. You have to. No doubt about it. It's, it's, it's more clear than
3: ever. I think it was clear even a couple years ago before things came together here, but now there's, there's, you, there's no second guessing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, worry, we're getting, getting close to time. So, uh, we want we'll to end with something fun. So, uh, for kind of putting you on the spot with this one here though, but give it, give us your old time. So started five.
3: Oh wow! All time starting five. <laughs> are we doing like forever, forever? Or are we doing like in the last century here, or the last since, like however, however,
0: however yeah, so, whoever yeah. comes to mind, so, man? Yeah, yeah. So I'll do it. I'll do it from did, when I Forestberg, and it, it was pretty fun. Like here we
3: go. I'll do it here. I've been covering the team since since two thousand nine. So I'll, I'll I'll do it in that range because I feel like that's that's when I can actually give decent perspective okay um, compared to the all-time stuff which is you know when i'm just like a fan like anyone else watching the rest of those days but a big paul pierce guy so obviously to uh top of that that's an easy one kevin garnett as well i think no better locker room interview out there that's you know what you saw in the court you know what you could see um behind the scenes as well everything kind of matched up there i was a big isaiah thomas's reign there and like that the year he was healthy before he got traded like the numbers he was picking up in the fourth quarters of those games like i, I gotta give him some respect i gotta fight him in for that that one season there because king of
2: the fourth man king of the fourth. king of the fourth
3: that was yeah. that was a hell of a run to cover yeah to see gonna, that the, yeah. the crowd was hyped as hyped that year as you know
2: as much as like this year i feel like because i went what he did that year i went to the at the wizards wizards game seven when mm-hmm. Kelly, when Kelly O was the was the sure, yep. hero, bro. I've n- I've never seen the Celtics team as hyped or the crowd as hyped as during that three four year stretch. It was unreal, yeah.
0: unreal. And, and even to add to that, right, I remember I was at the Miami game where he scored twenty nine in the fourth, and I'm just like, yo, this dude is unreal. Like, <laughs> like he's hit. He was hitting himself in the parking lot. So yeah, I'm I'm not mad at the IT. Just. So IT oh, here's thanks. KG. Okay, got two more.
3: Yeah, I got three. Beyond that, I gotta go. I go Tatum, and then it's it's tough to leave Jalen Brown off, but I think I'm going to go Horford as the last. He's got he got he's got the extra body of work he had the, the extra chunk of time before, and based on what he did then and now, what he's been able to do in these last couple years here, now we know a couple years more. I think that is if I'm running out a full starting five here, like a Horford KG front court, I think defensively I can go toe to toe for anyone. So that, that that's what I'm going. I feel I feel good about this lineup here.
2: I like it. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's powerful. I said, um, I said, once you put, I mean, granted, somebody may not have Pierce and that's fine. But like, once you said Pierce, I'm like, cause I said, he's my favorite player. Oh man. yeah, that's, no, oh, well, it's gotta be like, Pierce guy. No, and, and, and it's okay. Like I said, we could change the rules as our show. Like if JB's is your sixth man, that's fine. Avery Bradley would be my sixth man personally. You know what, what he was defensively for a few years here was really, uh, really special. Like doc used to say, he's an on ball defender right now. Like he, he can, he's an NBA defender right now. And then out the offense, you know, we'll catch up. So yeah. Well, like I said, I think we might have a different conversation come come June if these guys end up uh winning. We may have to rearrange some So that that, that means it'd be a good thing. So uh before you get out of here, man, just uh, tell us wherever where they uh can find you if they want to read your pieces or uh hear hear any uh content that you're a part of.
3: Yeah, I know. You can check out all my stuff on MassLive.com. Um Winning plays podcast as well, and then the Celtic show on the sports up on on Saturdays. I knew would always be on there with uh, Jim Murray and uh, Chris Gasper. So, but uh, yeah, fun fun
2: chatting with you guys. And I look forward to seeing you back over at the Garden, Rayshawn.
0: Yeah, appreciate it, man. So, all right. So for, for
2: if if they win, if they win at all, you got to come back. Oh yeah. yeah, no, hit me up. I'll, okay.
3: I'll be back. All
0: right. Yeah, please, yeah. please. Yeah. So so for Brian, Rob Rob BK R- 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 Bob Kelly, I'm Hollywood Rayshawn Buchan. We'll see you next time. Peace.